I guess do you have Aju like as a base to a soup, Matt? Is that a thing? Yeah. Bouillon like, cubes. Like French onion soup, I bet <laughs> just is Aju based. I, just yeah, pop a sure. bouillon just pop a bouillon cube. Just with a lot of onions. <laughs> bouillon yeah, cube? A bouillon cube? Bouillon. Bouillon. Is it called a bouillon? I remember bouillon from high school. I also known a bouillon, the item. Yes. Bouillon? Bouillon? Yeah, bouillon. Bouillon cube. Bouillon. I hope we're all recording this and this is the cold open. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Bouillon. Welcome to episode 107 of Rouge One, uh, the Dust in the Wind podcast. I'm uh, slowly getting closer to death every single day, Kevin Yost. <laughs> oh my god. I'm Grizzled Cop, two days from retirement, Ben Rogers. Uh, between fucking plastic potatoes and... Cartoon bunnies. I don't know what the fuck to be mad at anymore. Um, <laughs> are the kids still in cages? I don't know. Uh, Matt Gould. <laughs> oh, man. My dogs. I'm so sleepy. Sad, sad path. Who wants to go first? Somebody, somebody go. Well, All right, Ben. I'll go. Oh, man. Do it. He oh, said man. well. Alright, so nope, I have been playing yeah. I've been playing yeah. so many roguelikes. Well I can't I yeah. can't stop. Well, well <laughs> would you say that you've fallen down the roguelike well? Would you say you're now Reagan? Oh. No. Not yet. Would I'm you not, say everything not, is trickle roganomics? I think everyone becomes Reagan at one point. I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> What a weird world that would be. I'll pass on the Reaganism. <laughs> Alright. So, uh, first game I've been playing a lot of, and I really like it, and it will be an amazing Switch title when it hits that, and is Loop Hero. Okay, okay. Loop and so, Zero? Hero. Uh, no, Hero. yeah, like... Yeah, L O O P. Like the sandwich. No, no, like the the opposite of the sandwich. <laughs> a crusader for the righteous. You know, the opposite of a euro. Looper hero. Does this star yeah. Jordan Good Gordon Levitt and Bruce Willis? Nope. No, it doesn't. Damn. But it does star three classes, including a fighter, a rogue, and a necromancer. Whoa. I like the so, idea <clears throat> of just saying fighter. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Super Classic. basic. Yeah, exactly. So the plot of the game is very, uh, I drew, like it felt like Bastion because the world has been obliterated. Hmm. Uh, the universe is destroyed. But for some reason, you are still alive and you have to put back the world uh, the way you remember it. 
<laughs> and so uh, the the whole game is a kind of an auto fighter where uh, you. Of course, uh, it's an auto fighter. <laughs> well, it's an auto fighter, but it's also like a map builder. It's very okay. interesting. So uh, you have this look guy. Really weird. Yeah, it's very basic. It's very basic graphics. Everything's like uh, old school PC kind of graphics. If yeah, yeah, yeah it's, like, it's clearly gone for some like late eighties, early nineties kind of. Yeah, aesthetic. Yeah, yeah definitely. And so uh, you're on this loop, and uh, you will always and you travel around it, and uh, as you there will be like slimes on it that will spawn. And when you kill these slimes, you get cards. So it's kind of like a deck builder. And these cards are like forests, rivers, deserts, um, uh, uh, like uh, towns, villages, uh, fields. And you place these uh, all over your your grid. And that, uh, you know, putting putting nine mountains in a three by three grid will make a large mountain, which will give you a lot of buffs. And all, all the while, while you're going around this loop and placing tiles, a boss meter is filling up. And when that boss meter fills up to the max, when you reach your campsite, which is at the start of the loop, you will uh, fight that boss. And the bosses are very challenging. And uh, so, you want, so you want a good balance of maps and tiles that make monsters to fight so you get stronger so you're ready for that boss but not being too overbearing on yourself where you're too weak to even fight the boss when you get to it. Mm. So it's very it's very fun and um <clears throat> the cool thing about it is every time you reach your campsite you can go back to it. And by going back to it all the supplies you've gathered uh you save and you're able to build upgrades for your campsite which gives more buffs to you to help you fight your uh, against this this evil boss and um it is uh very addictive very quickly uh if i would love for this game to be um on a on on a sw on the switch title because i feel like it'd be really perfect for portable i mean uh kevin's got his win so he can do that <laughs> So this this is like uh, the perfect game for I think uh, a Win Max or one of those devices. Mm -hmm. But I've been I've been real hooked. I've beaten the first boss. I'm on the second boss. I haven't even bothered fighting it because I'm too scared to. So I just <laughs> run back to my campsite with all my supplies. And I've just been building and buffing my campsite and stuff. And it's been really fun to build like interesting deck strategies and uh, doing my best. <laughs> right now, I've got these arrow towers that defend my first two tiles near my campsite. So I just load as many monsters as I can on the first, <laughs> like, four tiles and just hope that gives me enough supplies. <laughs> Jesus. But it's really fun. And uh, while your character is going around and killing these monsters, you're getting equipment items. So you're equipping them a la Diablo style, where it shows, you know, a, a sword, a shield, a helmet. And those, those have buffs on them. So do you want to focus on counterattacks? Do you want to focus on high defense? So it's like all that in the, in the span of a, a loop is so enjoyable. And so I've been having a lot of fun with that. And that's been great. And I give that a good 8 out of 10 bends. That's a solid, solid bend game. Solid rogue roguelike. Mm-hmm. Um, and... So did you beat it? 
No. I have beaten the first boss. I'm on the second boss now, and I haven't even like, bothered. How long is it? I'm sorry. I, I, I asked a question that was stupidly worded. You... <laughs> uh, I guess the game will end when I beat the second boss, but um, I don't know when that will be. And like, there's so much to upgrade in my camp, and there's so many more buffs and supplies to get. So I think there will probably be more. And there's, uh, you know... If I beat it with a fighter, maybe I want to try beating it with the rogue or the necromancer. Uh, so, according to, <laughs> there is one vote on how long to <laughs> beat for thirty-five and a half hours for main there story. Well, there you go. I got a lot to go through. Then that's exciting. <laughs> <laughs> What's another one you got? Oh man, and then another one I got, which is like, uh, like I we we all had played Hades. Hades was fucking great, mm. but let's say you wanted more, uh-huh. more and, than Hades. Yeah, let's say you, you wanted speak like heresy, wanted, like a Hades yeah, yeah. like. Yeah, like a Hades like <laughs> rogue like darkest dungeons like esque game called. Curse of the Dead Gods. Oh my gosh, guess what? What, Matt? <laughs> I played this too. What? Oh man. Whoa. Yeah, Matt. Yeah, I did. Isn't it awesome? I bought it on the Switch. Nice. Yeah. That's a good Switch title. Great, great title for the Switch, I feel like. It's a good pick-up play, you know? You just... Yeah, I'm looking at some of yeah. these. And that, that feels like it would be a good portable little title totally it's exactly yeah it's exactly what it is it's awesome um so it is like a hack and slash and you're just going from danger room to danger room and all the while you have this uh like flow chart of different rewards like one will be if you go to this area it'll be a gold room and you'll get a lot of gold and another one will be a buff room where you can boost one of your main stats and uh, there's a lot of weapons, and it's like a hack and slash. You just run in, and you're just uh, you w- like it benefits killing a lot of creatures rapidly. It builds combos, which gives you more money, so you can buy more buffs. There's like um, a light and dark system. Yeah, so you, so you take, like have your you torch, t- and you like light things. And if you're in combat in the light, you have specific buffs. And if you're in, Get, if you get hit in the dam in dark, you take more uh, curse damage, and, and you stuff. just take a lot more damage too. Yeah, that's the big mechanic about uh, about Curse of the Dead Gods is curse. So uh, as you go through each door to open, gives you twenty curse, and once you hit a hundred curse, you get a curse, <laughs> and once you get five curses, you lose. Okay, so you don't. So you don't want to get five curses. And so uh, all the while, there are things you can do to lower that lower that curse. So while you're maintaining your health, your money, you're also having to maintain your curse. And so not getting hit in the darkness is really key. Like certain <laughs> enemies will, uh, certain Only specific enemies will damage. do it. And so you want to kill them immediately and not and <laughs> be aware of them at all, at all times. Yeah, and you'll come across... Things like um, like a health shrine where you can oh, yeah. take curse damage to heal yourself. So you can kind of like risk reward. Like, well, do I take some curse yeah. now and get some health? Because like, I'm That's about to fucking thing. die. 
Um, like that's the whole thing about this game is the risk reward. Cause you also like all your items, buffs and weapons you find, you don't have to spend money. You can spend curse to get it. Yeah. So it's like, do I want to give you myself come across like a rare seven. item and you're like, Ooh, well, I could just, uh, take on some yeah. curse and, and get <laughs> yeah, that right do now. I, do I want to take 60 curse? And all the, and and the when the curses are, di- they, they vary. So like you'll go one run and you'll get different curses. And if you go another, I don't remember. Some of them are like take more damage and darkness. Some of them mm-hmm. are like your torch don't do shit. <laughs> like yeah some of them they're, are they're, some they're never good no, they're always I mean, like they're not eh, and this, they'll yeah. never make you quit like you'll yeah, never yeah. be like oh that's like impossible to deal with mm-hmm. yeah unless it's uh, the fifth some one. of them <laughs> some of some of them oh my one of them i hate is the one that uh removes a stamina hmm that's another that's another right. uh, resource you really have to manage in this game. So uh, you start with five stamina, and so doing a three hit combo with uh, with your main hand will use one stamina. The last um, hit. Yeah, the last. So you hit. can do like a two hit and not lose stamina, mm-hmm. but it doesn't do much to get unless you get to three. Yeah, because those mm-hmm. those final hits always do like big stuff. Mm. Your secondary weapon, just attacking with it, uses a stamina. Dodging uses a stamina, but <laughs> perfect dodging returns a stamina. Parrying returns two stamina, which I, is um, I find parrying using, in this yeah. game incredibly difficult. It is very difficult, but it is so useful because if right. you parry someone, the enemy will take thirty five percent more damage. The animation to to like for your parry is super quick. Yeah, yeah. Um, and to time it is pretty it's like a one, precise. It's like a yeah, it's like a one frame. You gotta yeah. be fucking. On, that's <laughs> why I'm just. That's why. That's why I'm perfect dodging instead. It does <laughs> like, give you a huge reward if you do perfect. If you do do a uh, parry, so. Yeah, and so uh, you know this game is very difficult to, uh, and th- and so um, there's three, there's three levels you have to go through. So the first part of the game is pretty simple. You just have to make it to the first boss and beat him, without getting five curses, and that's real easy to do. But it's still a challenging game. The second level is you have to get to the second boss to do that, and. Uh, Beating a boss will remove one curse. Mm. So, so you know, it's it's growing, but it's also bouncing back. So you got a little room. And then then the third level is you have to get to the third boss, you know, without... I haven't done that yet. I keep dying. <laughs> it's hard. It, yeah, because you'll get to things that are just... Oh, my God. It, like... <laughs> If you get hit in the darkness at a higher level, it's just so much damage. It's crazy. Right. But it's a very it's very fun, but it's and it's also very re- rewarding. I like the graphic and, style with the the dynamic mm-hmm. lighting in the yeah, dungeon. Like the, it, it, the, the switch. That's why is, I said darkest um, dungeon is really good with that sort of dynamic lighting and stuff. You know, like from Breath of the Wild, all those blue lights and stuff, and it yeah, pulls yeah. it pulls out really good in the game. Yeah. Well, like, it's, yeah, it's they, got a really cool, unique style to it. It reminds me a lot of the Wolf Within. Oh, okay. Um, the Telltale. Mm-hmm. Wolf Among Us. Wolf Among no, Us. No, the Wolf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. 
the uh, the main character doesn't do much besides just scream in agony. <laughs> yes. Like the whole game, he's just like, ugh, ugh. <laughs> and then like when you get a curse, he's just like, there's a cutscene where you're just like, ugh, ah. <laughs> yeah. when, like, you're being, you go up just, to you're, you're going up to shrines and you're just stabbing your hand for blood. And yeah. <laughs> like, he doesn't. There's never a part where he's like, oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm interested. I mean, I'm it's interested to see what he pain. <laughs> I know. I'm interested to see like what he's doing this for. <laughs> like, what? What? What's Maybe worth? You're gonna it, get man? some reward. Maybe so you become an end- old god or something. Yeah. So at the end, uh, when you die and return back to the hub world, you get to keep all your um, resources, and you use these resources to buy perks. So uh, like perks. <laughs> Not like Dota, like, uh, like Hades. <laughs> like Hades, yeah. <laughs> so these perks are uh, will uh, help will alter your playstyle and help you in a, in certain ways. One of which I like to use is anytime an enemy has a weakened state and I kill them, it'll transfer, it'll bounce to other enemies, and so that's really helpful for chain in, getting chain combos and stuff. And so you have a whole bunch of those, and you use uh, resources to unlock that. You have weapons to unlock, which will then appear in your in uh, your runs now more frequently. Oh yeah. You'll also have uh, starting weapons, so you'll have these little platforms that you can unlock that'll have starting weapons for you, and then you can buff those starting weapons to have more buffs on them. And yeah. so it's a yeah. So it's a lot of that, and uh, yeah, yeah it's a, super fun. It's that grind. <laughs> yeah, they have they have daily events. So that's kind of cool. I think is every day they'll have an event where uh, it's a it's a ta- it's a run you can do, and they'll have weird caveats like um, you can only use the bow weapon, um, but it's super powerful, super fast, and it doesn't consume stamina. And if you get to the last thing, you'll get this bow in your actual runs, and it's okay. just like stuff like that. So it's cool to keep. I like this like active like fresh switch on it if you're because you can get really run down running because i've been trying to get i have been trying to beat the level three area so much and just and there's three there's also three little zones you would go to a red a green and a blue and i have been trying to beat the third level of red constantly and I feel like if I switch I'm just gonna when I go back I'll be like oh I forget everything <laughs> uh, but it's super fun and I highly recommend it uh, this is another 8 out of 10 bends you know solid, Damn, son. solid yeah, it's man. almost like yeah. you have a type I give it a good <laughs> yeah, 8 out of 10 as well Oh, I like yeah. it just as equally to say, so. I like it pretty just mm-hmm. as equally as Hades like they go pretty hand in hand it is a little different combat style. It's a little slower, but it is. It's nice. It's better, in a way. Yeah. In Hades, because like Hades, like, you just go. That that that's a ridiculous. Because it's, I don't know. It's more about like placement, like where you're, where you are. You aren't dashing around like a madman, yeah. much like you are in Hades. It you is move a much a little, more lot slower. You're you're like a clunkier yeah. guy. It's a much more like slow, p- slower pace, but still really intense. Um, I feel like there's more to do in the levels too. There's more traps and stuff. 
but obviously there's no plot at yeah. all. In You're just a guy to going Hades. to the dungeon. <laughs> yeah, just screaming and yelling. <laughs> <laughs> you got a torch and some guns. Yeah, so I mean, I have been I've been playing those like a madman. SSJ4 Gogeta <laughs> was announced. Yeah. So I'm hi- I I I am pretty hyped on that. He looks he's going to be broken as shit. <laughs> like isn't that just what they do now? They just keep releasing. Yeah, like, isn't that just like it, kind of their thing? Characters yeah, that I, like I mean, nullify it, the old roster. Like. Oh, I mean, yeah. At well, it, at first it was like cool. Everyone's kind of on par after this after patch one point four. But with UI and Super Baby and now SSJ, they're like fuck it. We're gonna make the the, the craziest characters and make them the most broken because it's probably the end of the the game's run. <laughs> Anyway. So fuck it, so, let's break it forever. Let's make it yeah, unplayable. Yeah. Let's just fuck <laughs> it. Everyone's gonna use you gotta use these three characters or nothing. Let's Marvel vs. Capcom 2, Iron Man, fucking <laughs> as Storm, and just do it that way. So, um first thing, he has an instant kill. He can okay. one shot it he can one shot a character. How? Second thing, he can summon Dragon Balls. <laughs> <laughs> It's fucking ridiculous. He builds meter and summons Dragon Balls. And then he can also do an instant kill. Mm-hmm. It's wow. absurd. It's crazy. What is the instant so, kill? Yeah. So he does this thing where he like taunts, where he like, come over here. And he like does his little finger thing. Uh, if you do and that come rate, over It's an instant kill? Yeah, 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 the instant kill. So if he, if you, and this buffs him. So he goes up to level one, he'll go up to level two then. And if you do this up to level seven... Then your your level three will be an instant kill. It's not instant then, because you have to fucking yeah. do it seven okay. times. So doing <laughs> this is like half a frame. So it's not even punishable. Like it's barely <laughs> punishable. So you can spam this shit, tag and assist, and do that, and you'll get like three. Just like that. <laughs> it won't be hard. Also, this this little taunt that he does is a is an assist. If you have him as a backup character, and that builds on that. <laughs> so if you have fucking Krillin out, and you're just assisting, tagging... <laughs> fucking Krillin. Go- yeah, yeah, Gogeta, you can get him to level 7 in no time. It's gonna be nuts. So and he's my perfect character, because I can one-shot you, can you with three, a raw three. Yeah, yeah, you got it. Heaven's back, baby. <laughs> this, is, this is your time, Kevin. I'm back in the game. <laughs> I'm thinking I'm back. You yeah. <laughs> would you wouldn't get that one though. Yeah, because he's a loser. Oh no, my feelings. <laughs> Fucking watch John Wick, you <laughs> utter cock. God damn. One day. One we day know we know the rules. <laughs> I damn it. Don't remember that's so long ago. Uh-huh. You wiped don't? everything clean. Clean uh-huh. slate, baby. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta watch get him. It in, he's gotta get it in writing. <laughs> no Cody Banks is coming, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I've just been I've just been playing the crap out of those and uh, hyping hyping on fighters and mm. uh, so, so uh, there was one other game oh. that I played, but I didn't play one other thing. I <laughs> didn't play nearly as much as. <laughs> 
this person did. Oh, who could it be? Who could it be? (laughs) And it is, in fact, Kevin. Kevin, what what did you do this week? That I know you did this week. (laughs) Uh, I know you watch Top Model. <laughs> that is what Ben and I did together. We watched season cycle nineteen no, of America's no. Next Top Model, which is now Get the me out of this. It is the college cycle, mm. uh, which uh-huh. feels like it does not. It's just like okay, so it's a slightly more specific group of eighteen to twenty-two year call olds. Call it the call it the arc. Make it sound cooler. The it's arc? not oh. possible. <laughs> The college arc. The college arc. Uh, Yeah, yeah, it's more of the same. Yeah. (laughs) Not much else to say. Yeah. uh, Did somebody take a pie to the face? I am still waiting for somebody to just physically fight Kelly Catrone. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think they... So one thing that's surreal about this season is that I have spoken about Mr. J and Miss J. Uh, and they also had oh, yeah. a photographer, Nigel Barker, who, as of Cycle 19, are all gone. Mm. Uh, they've replaced all of the judges except for Tyra and Kelly Catrone and just never bring those people up again. <laughs> Why is that? I don't know somebody, the drama behind it. Because <laughs> somebody fought them. Um... They have a weird social media aspect to it this time. Um, so the judge Press they have, four now. They have three judges who each give a score out of ten, and then the fans rate all of the photos, and then you also get whatever that score was, and that's they just straight up whoever had the lowest score gets eliminated. Uh, wow. It's. A super weird aspect (laughs) uh, that feels kitschy and uh, has resulted in unsurprisingly the whitest, (laughs) like, final (laughs) seven that Kara and I have seen in a while. Wow. Uh, (laughs) Which feels like the natural result when you let the internet weigh in. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, was any yeah was <laughs> was was any of the contestants renamed Hitler did nothing wrong? <laughs> no, no. Um, <laughs> That's they, cruel. They continue to have an endless uh, train of YouTube <laughs> celebrities that just do not ring any sort of bell to me at Dude, all. Dude, it's early YouTube. I thought we talked about yeah. this. How this is Gen- all, like, weird-ass Gen- early YouTube. <laughs> Jenna Marbles? No, fucking way more obscure than Jenna Marbles. Okay. Yeah. Hit me. Well, we, like... Jenna Marbles isn't obscure. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. Uh, so, did yeah. Did they have to know. explain what each of them did? Or did everyone... Were they also, like... Were they also like, oh, I know exactly who that is. Yeah, some of them will react. uh, Wow. Like, the show will only do, like, famous YouTuber or, you know, whatever. They won't be like, the kid from the I Pooped My Pants video. Mm -hmm. Which would, like, at least point me in the right direction. Uh, that's but I still, the poop hand uh, shitting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just to have any context for who any of these fucking people are. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that continues to be America's next top model. 
Uh, yeah, find out next week. Uh, <laughs> we'll uh, hear more on Top Model Cast. Well, yeah, when we get to the when we get to the Tyra Banks retrieval, asking me about it. Uh, I love how you put this on me when you are the one who routinely brings up Top Model, and I know you've been watching Top Model, and I want to know. Isn't this the point of the show? <laughs> we talked about the one thing we all know you did, and that was watching Top Model. Oh, there you That's go. That's more likely than anything else you've ever done. <laughs> like, the probability suggests that you should be watching Top Model, or, like, the Canal Boat Show, or Out to the Country, or some other obscure yeah. or trash reality TV. He's got, he's got his niche. Yeah, what, else, what was get, that? The Asian, well, what was yeah, the what Asian it, show oh, called? Uh, Bling Crazy Empire. Crazy Rich Asians? Yeah, Bling Empire. Oh. God. Uh, That's like... Who are you becoming? Thousands man? of hours of content. And you're asking oh, me, what did I do this week? Thousands like, of fuck. hours. Like, of Our course, ch- I'm going to guess that. Our channel's becoming something weird. <laughs> uh, I watched this other small, obscure show uh, called WandaVision. Oh, okay. Are you guys doing a spoiler cast on this? I can't remember. Did we talk about this? I mean, I'm down to If we were, um, it'd be right now because it just aired. I watched well, yeah, it, but you, like at the end of the episode. Did you watch it all, Ben? Mm-hmm. Wow. Did you watch it all, Matt? Yeah. Okay, well then let's do a WandaVision spoiler. Sud does not care. Uh, he is He's over turned the off. Yeah, the MCU part of his heart. That's fair. That's fair. It burned <laughs> out, you know? Not a lot, you know? It, that baby couldn't take that much. <laughs> I couldn't fit any more Marvel into this uh, (laughs) trunk. If I take one more Captain America to the heart, I'm gonna die. (laughs) Which is interesting, because I think the Captain America movies are like the best set of movies they have. Mm -hmm. Winter Soldier is significantly worse. Winter Soldier is my favorite. So are you guys spoiling it now, or are you going to wait until the end? No, we're going to wait until the end. Uh, Another thing I watched... uh, I've almost finished season three of Disenchantment. Ooh. I like that show. I know you didn't yeah. like it exactly, but I I thought it was good. I need to I, catch up on it. I only watched the first season. It's gr- it's grown on me. Yeah, I still feel like season one is kind of forgettable, uh, mm. but like there's still a lot of like really solid stuff in there. Mm-hmm. It just uh, like it was such a struggle to get me to watch that first season. Uh, and like, even now when I rewatch it now, because there's a new season out, it's just like, it just kind of slides off me. Uh, mm. <laughs> I can't bring myself to give it my full attention. Uh, I can't particularly tell you many funny jokes from season one. Uh, season two really starts to up the continuity aspect and like a sense of a constant progressing world and story. Yeah, yeah. A and then world, yeah. Yeah, then season three has been, uh, like, just far and away the best. It's had me laughing way harder, way more often. Uh, the plot's been uh, more interesting. It's still kind of, like, all over the place to the point of, like, not really being able to care about any specific <laughs> plot yeah, points. Yeah. Um, but like I don't know, it's interesting. I really like Steamland. Um, it's a place they've gone to a couple times now, and it's 
fucking uh, the most creative part of the show is just really Matt groaning, like really going off on some fucking Dr. Seuss steampunk <laughs> inventions. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. And so like wind him up and watch him go. <laughs> uh, fucking maybe this is uh, entering the golden age of disenchantment. <laughs> Um, well, is it like? Is it pretty much similar to uh, Futurama at this point to you? Or I like, would what say. Is, what is the level we're talking about? Oh, the level of like how good it is. Yeah, season three, I would put at uh, probably like some of the more middling uh, new seasons of Futurama. <laughs> Because, like, okay. they were still Futurama seasons, and they were still, you know, like, good stuff in that context. Uh-huh. Um, but, like, um, right now, if you ask me to choose, I would, you know, if we were going to sit down to watch something, I'd be like, yeah, let's do Futurama. Uh, right. It, Not, like, third season Disenchantment. Yeah. Does it build? I can't remember, because the first season felt like it kind of more, it was more, like, kind of built you notice something? Um, does that not happen anymore, or what? Oh, it does. It's, oh. like, that's one problem I think the show is going to have in the future, is that as Futurama was to Simpsons, this is to Futurama. It's still uh-huh. not completely a, a storyline show, but it's it's mostly a storyline show. At like a, mm. uh, you know, a show with a plot uh, where stuff happens and characters uh-huh. progress over s- episodes rather than it's reset at the end of, you know, yeah, very yeah. few episodes. Well, like, nothing's been reset. Like, there's no, like, mm-hmm. you know, The Simpsons has, you know, roughly where everybody's going to be at the beginning of every episode. And, like, this, you need the context of the last several episodes to know... <laughs> you know, mm. what everybody's doing and why they're doing it and who they're doing it with. Um, which I like. It's, I I like, you know, they did a lot of really good lore stuff with Futurama. I loved sure. a lot of that. And so, uh, I, I don't dislike uh, the storylines at all. I like uh, most of the characters. I like most of the plot lines. It's just that, like, it's way harder to watch just one random episode than it is with mm-hmm. something like Simpsons or even Futurama. You know, there are right. like mm-hmm. yeah. six episodes of Futurama that require any kind of context to <laughs> make sense. <laughs> Otherwise, you're probably good. Yeah. Uh, but so, I mean, like, fucking, I would love to see season four get even better. Uh, I just, Not I remember worse. being. So excited uh, to have like a Matt Groening show streaming like that, and that was just so disappointed in season one. Yeah, uh, well, he's back, baby. Oh. <laughs> uh, the big thing I spent a fuckload of time doing uh, was playing the Outriders demo. Yay! Uh, As he pokes or the webcam. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, was that to prove that that's what you were talking about then? That was what I was, yeah, 30 Outriders. minutes later. Yeah, that's what I was leading into 30 minutes uh, later. <laughs> uh, so Outriders is a new game by Square Enix and People Can Fly. 
What uh, a team up. People, what a crazy yeah, ass team up. Uh, people can fly is probably best known for doing Bulletstorm. Uh, Square Enix has yet to produce anything of note. Um, what? <laughs> 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 I, I don't know if that was a dig against Final Fantasy or if you were just trying to make a joke. It was a good joke. It was a joke. Hint of truth. I will say I, it. <laughs> so. Uh, the demo is a pretty good chunk. It's the first quote-unquote area. I don't know how areas will be divided up four, in the future, but it's... Four side missions. Yeah, so it contained, like, four story missions and, like, four side missions. Um, it gave you access to all four classes uh, in the game. Is that how many there's just going to be at the start of the game? Yeah. I don't know if okay. they'll do more in DLC, but everything I'm seeing on the store page is these are the four classes that will exist. Okay. Um, cool. I, like, it's a game that I kind of would have preferred going in blind, uh, but mm. it's hard to talk about without just spoiling the first ten minutes of plot. Uh so the the basic concept is oh yeah uh, it's crazy humanity fucked up Earth abandoned it sent a colony ship yeah sent a colony ship off to find a new planet uh, successfully found a new planet and your character uh, drops down with a bunch of people to kind of like scout out the planet make sure everything's safe and start having people land uh, shit goes wrong a guy sets off the landing process early. And you get shot and pushed into a cryopod, uh, come out of the cryopod 30 years later, and everything is just gone completely to shit. Uh, nice. Apparently, there are crazy storms on the planet that knocked out almost all electronics, so they have no... They no longer have any knowledge of electricity or medicine or any of that kind of stuff. Um... Uh, so everybody, everything just immediately devolved into warlords grabbing resources. And uh, if if you've played Bulletstorm, it has a very similar mm-hmm. kind of nihilistic uh, bent to it. And an equally uh, similar main character who just doesn't give a shit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which you is make... weird for such an important military operation. <laughs> this person's mm-hmm. like, whatever, fucking guy, yeah. I'm over here. <laughs> uh, like, yeah, it's... The tone the main shift character, is weird. <laughs> yeah, the main character has the same sort of weird detachment to everything happening that all of the characters of Bulletstorm had. Mm. Um, I will say one thing I don't... So, you go to create a character... And you pick male or female, you choose the faces and the hair and the hair colors and everything. Um, I don't know why they bothered. Uh, <laughs> like, there's like four options. Well, there, there's not a ton of options, so you can't create like a huge variety of faces. And then your character is just very specifically like this character. There's no like choosing how to respond to somebody it's you're going to be a very cynical person who like is fine with murder and blah 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 (laughs) and so like if there's not gonna be any kind of that rpg mechanic to it 
yeah, yeah. don't bother. Just give us the canon male and the canon female, because you already have all the voice lines recorded. Um, especially because, you know, it's just another game where you fucking put on a helmet and you never see that face again <laughs> for the you rest of the time off. you're playing. You, I mean, even you though, even uh, though your allies can't see you with it off, though. Uh, Gameplay-wise, though, so that's the plot. Gameplay-wise, uh, this is fucking, like, essentially what Destiny 1 should have been uh, <laughs> by the time, like, Destiny 2 was coming out. And then this is what Destiny 2 definitely should have been and evolved from there. <laughs> um, I... Uh, I got super sucked into it. I super loved it. I created uh, one of each class, and I have almost all of them leveled up to the level seven. It's the max Do in the demo. They all have blues. Are you ready to go when this yeah. game actually drops? Uh, <laughs> does it carry over your progression? Yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. <laughs> so if I was like really desperate, I could even go like just run in circles collecting like mats for crafting because. Uh, you can you can collect mats, but there's no crafting in the demo. You can um, hold a lot too for the for the actual release. Mm, um, I am amazed that they are being as blatant that they're like <laughs> cribbing from Destiny as they are. The menu look look at the menu. Yeah. Look at the equipment <laughs> menu screen and be like, oh, this is totally not copying off of it. Here, I'm gonna find <laughs> Outrider's equipment menu. Um, it is this is Sioux City. <laughs> <laughs> they're not gonna get sued. They are and they're gonna, not. That but looks fine to me. They are, it's but pretty they standard probably... for most of these types of looter shooters. They're all very much destiny. Dude, this one's so bad. Like, look at that screenshot I just sent you. Yeah. Is it a power <laughs> level? It sure is. Um, yeah, so they got uh, four classes. Uh, you got Pyromancer, uh, which is, you know, cast flames. Uh, you have Technomancer, which uh, you can create, like, turrets and missile launchers and crazy shit. Uh, you have the Trickster, who is the rogue, uh, does a lot of, like, teleporting around and up close. And then you have the Devastator, I think is the last class, is the tank. It's rock-based, mm-hmm. a lot of putting on, you know, like, rock shields or... Armor uh, up. Armor up. Yeah. And so, uh, you have three skill slots. You can unlock four skills, uh, in the demo, and so you just, like, you know, swap in whichever ones you want. Uh, uh, fucking, I, I can't say any of them are, like, super terrible. Some of them I ended up not liking just because of the way I play, but, like, they're all a lot of fun. They all feel super powerful. Uh, they do a really good job of throwing, like, enough enemies at you that... Uh, you can mow down waves without <laughs> getting overwhelmed. Yeah, they um, throw a lot of enemies at you, and I at first was like, oh, this is a little overwhelming. And then you use your abilities, and you're like, holy shit, I just fucking wrecked them. <laughs> uh, they also, does a good job of making you feel powerful. Yeah. Uh, they also have an interesting uh, difficulty mechanic where in addition to you know just your character level 
you level up the world rank, I think was what it was called. World rank, world level, something like that. And so essentially, that is the difficulty level. You start at world rank 1, which is the story mode. Then world rank 2 is easy, medium, hard. And then they have... So it goes up to world rank 15. So they have fucking... Each one of them has an individual name. So they have, like, Insanity, Calamity, fucking Kill Me, Danger. Baramity. (laughs) I have not... uh, But so, like, as you increase the world level, and you can always, like, drop it lower, uh, you know, it increases the difficulty, increases the damage you take, blah, 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 uh, but also gives better drops. Uh... So, like, it has a built-in Mythic Plus system, uh, essentially. Uh, yeah, essentially. Which yeah, is great. I've had a ton of fun uh, playing through as much as I have. Ben and I did a fair amount of co-op. We started characters and uh, got them up to <laughs> max level. So, we did the whole start-to-finish together co-op and... It it worked. And you had already done it. You had already done it before, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it worked super flawlessly. Um, the game isn't a hundred percent perfect. There's some stuff I'm hoping is just like demo beta stuff that is going to get ironed out. Uh, there are a couple uh, animations that just look like they are not done. Um, the, the I have a problem with the camera work. It's so oh, yeah. fucking shaky. Like I, it's just constantly yeah. going on when they're talking, and I just can't. I have such a hard time ben is shaking dealing with the it. camera for. for the yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah. It really digs into that shaky cam because, like, there's a war zone outside, so it has mm-hmm. to be shaky cam every time anyone talks to anyone else. Um, I was like, "Come on, please." <laughs> Uh, so there are a few like minor things I'd love to see change. There's nothing game-breaking if it doesn't get changed. Uh, I'll probably go ahead and end up uh, pre-ordering it. Uh, unless, uh, you know, like the demo, the uh, early reviews come out and are just like the, you know, final game's a fucking mess. I feel You're pretty confident. Boy. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to grab this and I'm probably going to put a... F- fucking lot of time into it. I hope. As cool. So far, the Devis, the Trickster, the Rogue class has been my favorite. Uh, you, uh, you start off with a slice ability that is just absurdly powerful and it allows you to just like dash around the battlefield just like one-shotting fools like crazy. <laughs> uh, and it was a lot of fun. Uh, so that is probably the class I'll start out with <laughs> when the game releases April 1st. Uh, Seems like a bad I, release date. Yeah, right? Uh, plus, I tried running it on the WinMax, and uh, the WinMax crushed it. So, like, Do that's... you guys all play on uh, PC? Because I was playing on PS5, and I did not see you guys. And I was like, well, does that mean I'm fucked or what? Because I know it has was... crossplay, but it was not apparent to me. How that works. Yeah, so, I was playing on PC. For the demo, you have to specifically turn on crossplay in the settings. And then in oh, the wow. multiplayer, you can generate a code 
that you then share. Codes. Um, yeah. Fucking that, codes, my dude. <laughs> yeah, hopefully that is a system that will uh, get some tinkering with before <laughs> release or quickly <laughs> after release. Yeah. Because uh, there's just better ways to do crossplay that we figured out mm-hmm. already, and it's not fucking friend codes every time you want to play. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I don't know. I'm I am excited right now. Everything I have seen points to uh, this game being uh, a lot of what I want <laughs> from a game. Uh, Kevin's game. I will say there there does seem to be a really hard fucking line of like here's all the people can fly stuff, and then here's the fucking Square Enix shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because, like, there's one part where you climb over, like, a hill of dead bodies and, like, stand up and there's just this, like, crazy horrifying monster on the horizon. And it's just, like, that's some fucking Final Fantasy shit. <laughs> I want to... <Yeah. laughs> I interrupted Cloud fighting that before taking on Sephiroth. <laughs> yeah. Certainly looks like... Yeah. I'm glad they're <laughs> having fun with it. Uh, but, so, yeah, that was... A lot of my time. I, according to Steam, I put in 22 hours. Uh, Damn, son. Yeah. I'd say probably like two hours of that was just sitting on like menus and walking away. But yeah, like I got a full <laughs> fucking game out of the demo. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I feel like way, whatever $60 gives me, <laughs> yeah, I will yeah, probably. I s- <laughs> Especially since like all the stuff transfers over. So it's not even like a waste. You know? Yeah, exactly. I have all these characters ready to go, and yeah. if I can devastate some shit at level seven, <laughs> uh, and for so, one level till everything scales out a year. Yeah, late. exactly. Uh, Sud, what did you get up to? Welly, welly, welly. You know what is my favorite game, or one of my favorite games of all time? Persona. It's a little game called Persona. <laughs> and they released the Muso version. Called Persona Five Strikers, <laughs> and I hate Muso games. I think Muso games are complete trash, but I think it speaks to the quality and the brilliance of the Persona <laughs> team that I really, really love this Muso game. Not at I all think it's because of your obsession of what of Persona. No, because it's uh, not like isn't... a traditional Muso game. No, it's not. Like it, it is the best thing. Like the best thing Koei Tecmo's ever done. Like they do such a great job of um, <sighs> taking like Persona elements and sort of forcing them through a Muso lens that's not <laughs> aggravating. So, what are the things? What like? What are the things that like? really frustrates me about Muso games is like you have a giant field, right? And you have a bunch of like different um, control points and like you have to go and capture a component point and it's going to open up more of the map, mm-hmm. capture a control point, open up more of the map. And these battles are interminable. I would say <laughs> they do a really great way, a, a really great job of um, 
taking the palace system or the dungeons of like a really well-crafted JRPG and just focusing on that. So they're really enjoyable, like interesting levels that you're exploring, but they act more like a dungeon than it is like a giant field where you're going from control point to control point, fighting Mm -hmm. swaths of people. Mm -hmm. The gameplay is amazing. So what they effectively did is they took the turn-based gameplay of Persona and they implemented that in a Musou fashion by letting you pause the game. So in a Musou game, you just like are smashing A or whatever, you know, and you're going to swing wildly, hit a bunch of people. But in this case, it lets you pause the game because you need to, because the monsters you're fighting are going to have different weaknesses that you need to do before you can actually um, do enough damage to, to, to weaken them. Like that's the whole thing about Persona. They have like affinities, like sort of like Pokemon that you have to hit or you're not going to get far in the game. So it reduces the number of enemies. It provides a pausing system and it's just great. It's like they took the active time battle of Final Fantasy seven and then like made Final Fantasy seven remake. It's super similar to that where you have like mm-hmm. combos and you can switch between your party members, okay. call on different personas it is wild what they've done um, to create something that's like not complete dog shit. Um, it, it, I'm, I'm so impressed. Like it, it, it's a really good game. And the best thing about it is that it's more persona five. Like it's this cool sequel <laughs> to uh, persona five. It's the summer vacation. Like all your friends who you made, you know, through a hundred plus hours, 120 hours, persona five, um, you know, you're doing a road trip through Japan and it's just absolutely legit. And it's got all the like the sweet music um, that's been done um, to, to 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 capture that. And, and, and like that, that feel that like funky vibe that Persona has. They do some stuff that's like, kind of forced. Persona is really about like time management because you're a school kid, you know, so you have to go to class, things like that. So they have like a calendar system, but it doesn't mean anything. Um, <laughs> you, you have to like go in and out of the dungeon. This is like kind of a frustrating experience because in Persona, when you go in a dungeon, you're there. And then when you leave the dungeon, that's the end of a day. So it's a big deal when you're deciding, hey, I'm going to go to a dungeon. I'm going to yeah. go dungeoning because it's like you're going to lose a day. In this case, it's just like, well, you have to go into a dungeon and you have to use your special abilities, which like your SP is what it's called. That's powering your your elemental attacks that are going to hit the weaknesses, which are going to let you actually get through the game. Um, and when you when you do that in the dungeon in, in Persona 5 Strikers, like it works, but you're going to go through your, your mana pretty quickly and you don't have easy ways to get it back. So it's like I have to hop out of the dungeon and just like wait a day for no reason to come back <laughs> in. Like there's no there's no reason for me to leave at any point. Like why can't I just yeah. have like a rest area or something? They just do it to try to mimic the game. Mm. And what I I like the game a lot. And what's like giving me sort of pause as to saying like it's it, it's nowhere near as good as Persona Five or Persona Five Royale. It's just not. And, and the reason for that is one those those. Things are just weird. Like, it's just, like, bolted on. It's kind of like... Ben, are there, like, fighting games where, you know, someone has just, like, done, like, a hash job for a company, but they call it that title, but it's not really that? Um, Like, I don't know. I want to say, like, King of Fighters has a couple of examples like that where there's, like, a B team that kind of made the game, and it's, like, not really... But Oh, well, I mean, some of, like, sub-branches, like... uh, Ubisoft is all over that. They have yeah, like, like I, I didn't want to bring up Nerudimit uh, Ninja <laughs> Storm, but like that's an example of where like you have the CyberConnect games and the Nerudimit oh, yeah. Ninja games, and like one of them's okay, and one of them's absolute dog shit. <laughs> and, you know, 
mm-hmm. and, and it's kind of hard to figure out what it is. And this is like, it's not that bad. I think it's a really good game. I've played 20 hours. I feel good. I can give it a score. Like it's an eight out of 10, maybe even a nine out of 10, 8.5 suds. Um, <laughs> it's super fun. There's just like these weird extraneous stuff that they felt they had to put in to make it feel like a persona game. So like there's a bond system. Cause like in persona, it's super important to have things like, um, you know, your confidants and you're maxing out the storylines of each of these parties and they have it for your whole group, but it's like, there's no story element here. Like there's no, I just, it just increases as a level mm-hmm. for the sake of it. You know, there's no plot. It's not like mass effect where, you know, you go through a side quest storyline, which is kind of honestly how persona works. Um, where, where, where you're learning about, oh, this character has an awesome side story. I can go explore. No, this is just a meter that's there for the sake of it that you're going to fill because you're going to play the game. And it's like, sick. I, I got something by doing something that I would have done anyway. Like, that's not that fun. Um, but great music, great new additional character in Sophia. Um, I highly recommend this game. Like, I wow. think this is the best you can make a Muso game. Mm. And that's like that's I don't saying something, can, yeah. I don't think you can get it better than an eight or a nine, <laughs> just like by the style of game it is. But there's something to be said about having a good Muso game that I can enjoy. I put 20 hours into it, and I cannot tell you how much I fucking loathe Muso games. <laughs> the last one I tried was the Fist of the North Star. Uh, Muso <laughs> oh game. god, that one was oh, pretty no. bad though. Yeah, it yeah. was so bad. That wasn't and really like dude, a Muso's fault. That game was just. I mean, I don't think. Don't blame Muso. <laughs> There's what is the like? What is the last well-reviewed Muso game? Uh, probably uh, Dynasty Warriors Six. Eight. Oh, yeah. When was that? Uh, wasn't like, a while ago. Wasn't Age of Calamity given? Pretty no, good it's, that's not a good game. I I, it, I played a, it and I didn't, didn't like have, it so much. I didn't even talk about it on the podcast. Didn't it have <laughs> terrible frames? Yeah, it has Isn't really bad like, frames. It's chugs. And, yeah, and the, it chugs the. My, I can see the screen on my Switch melt because that <laughs> game is terrible. But that's also not a Muso's fault. That's fucking Nintendo's fault. No, I mean, <laughs> I'm gonna blame Nintendo. <laughs> I'm gonna blame Muso because like Muso is just like, I mean, how many more fucking Breath of the Wild can chug sometimes if you have a lot of bagoblins on that, and that might be like ten of them. Yeah. And they just like load it up because like like the thing about Muso is Muso is like the CC's pizza of gaming. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking throw as much shit as I can. You're gonna eat it. You're gonna fucking hit it. Hit hit that pizza. Hit, I got another pizza. Hit it. Yeah. I got some shitty brownies. Yeah, eat you'll that. eat it. You're here. You spent the money. Yeah, yeah you spent the five bucks. <laughs> but also, it's there's an important niche of I've got <laughs> five bucks and I want to eat pizza until I'm sick. Yeah. When is the last time quality. you spent $5 for Muso? Uh, fucking, I have the Dynasty Warriors for the Vita. <laughs> nice. Paid. When was that? 20, like 2008? <laughs> 20 like, years like, ago. <laughs> it was like probably yeah, 2013, 2014. Yeah, that was eight years ago, dude. <laughs> Come on. Uh, I'm just saying, like, you, if you like Persona 5, I know... Both Kevin and Matt hate me, so they'll never play it. But <laughs> Ben's and Ben's never I, finished it because he secretly loves me. I, but okay, so like I think I'll try Persona at some time. I get it for free when I get a PS5. So you get it for free now, dude. You can. I don't know what's stopping you. Oh, 
How do I so get it? You can literally go and get Persona 5 now, right? Or do you need to have a PS5 to unlock it? I think it's only you can only get on that like through the PS5. Well, we can research and find that out, but I don't believe that's true. <laughs> but like, it's so good. Um, Said so real and, quick. Like, oh, sorry. Go yeah. ahead. Nothing. Go ahead. Let me I'm know when you're. Complaint. Yeah, let me know when you're done talking about Persona. I was gonna hijack to talk about Outriders again, real quick. No. <laughs> All right. Uh, sorry. One other thing that kind of annoys me is that they made this game in parallel development with Persona Five Royale. So I was like beasting through Persona Five Royale to finish it before this game came out. Oh, wow. And it turns out it has nothing to do with Persona 5 Royale. There's like, course, there's like at the, towards the end of the game, apparently, there's like a small nod that the stuff in Royale happened. But <laughs> it's bullshit. It's fucking bullshit. It makes me so mad. Last so, of Us 2 additional content for doing if, hard mode. If I have uh, the Persona 5 physical copy in Saran Wrap, is it worth just playing that, or should I just buy Royale <laughs> and then play Strikers? Like, <laughs> is the stuff in Royale worth playing if it's not going to be acknowledged in <laughs> canonical <laughs> sequels? I think Royale is a... Oh, I don't know if I can... Is it this. a better addition than just the regular Persona 5? What do you get? Uh, what do you get that's different? Um, like a new character, and a new story. You get a new character and new additions to the story, and a whole another semester. Um, I honestly thought Persona Five on its own was pretty perfect, and Royale is like more of that. And I would not begrudge someone by saying, "I'll say this: if someone told me they played Persona Five and they're like, I can't do Persona Five Royale,' <laughs> I would get it." I'd be like, okay, yeah. sure. Because it's essentially know. just playing the game again. You'd play the game again for 100 hours yeah, no. <laughs> to then get another 20 hours of I'd have to really like, so like it, you know what I mean? Like you. Yeah, yeah and I yeah. really like it, right? But <laughs> yeah, I would never say, oh no, you should do it so you can get to 20 hours additional content. That's psychotic <laughs> to me. Um, but I think if you've never played the game, Royale's super fun. I actually think, no, you know, I... Yeah, I do think Royale is the way to go. It's yeah. got it's got a lot of quality of life issues. Like some of the nagging things that I don't find annoying in Persona Five aren't in Royale, but people do find it annoying. So I don't want anyone to bounce off it because of that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it's but I, I the one thing I like about Persona Five as opposed to Royale is that Persona Five um, it's easier to, to digest. There's like so much shit in that game. Like, it is insane how many people you can meet, how many activities you can do. And it is a slower drip feed in Persona 5 than it is in Royale. And that's fine mm. for Royale, because I think it's marketed towards people who've played Persona 5, bizarrely enough. But, um, <laughs> you know, I don't know. It, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Sorry, what are you going to say about Outriders? Besides the fact it's a good game. I like it a lot. Is I've played so far. Have it- You've essentially played, like, the missions they give you, I assume, more or less. I have... Yeah, no, no, no. I I played, like, the intro area by myself, yeah. Okay. And I did all that stuff, yeah. Uh, Is Outriders what uh, Mass Effect Andromeda should have been? Oh, that's what I had brought up when we were playing. Uh, (laughs) no, because the problem with Mass... With Andromeda... 
Well, I don't find the story in this game in Outriders very interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you do. Um, uh, I, I just think it's there. Like, yeah, I like. I think it has. Uh, I, I think it has areas to go. I don't think the the stuff in the demo immediately grips me outside of the the general concept and the just existential horror that that is. <laughs> yeah, like so. Here's the thing about Destiny. Like Destiny has a really good story despite itself. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. And like the like the weapon lore and like the things that you find that are like Dark Souls esque mm-hmm. are really evocative and they make you want to learn more. The fucking so I actually the like the encyclopedia, story of too, despite the fact it is told very poorly. Yeah. Um. In the main campaign, it is very standard sci-fi. What Destiny? Or Destiny Two. Just- Destiny 2 does not have standard sci-fi story. The main like plot that, is standard sci-fi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it, I'm, I'm saying there is a lot of lore that right. is really well done. Yeah. And it's not the apparent to the player for the lore reasons I cannot fathom. Mm-hmm. Like I, but like it's, the, the fact that it's just like standard bad guy general with army shows up. <laughs> yeah. It's complete trash. Yeah. I don't understand it. It's like it's been it's like focus tested to hell. Is what it must be. Yeah, like. yeah. Like they, like they focus. They like probably. I don't know if that's true, but I can imagine some activism suit being like, "Durr, this is too hard." Durr, and they're just like, "Okay, what if we just have this guy, and you have to kill him?" <laughs> yeah, and, and yeah. Like, this is a bad guy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> me liking the shoot bang, and you're like, "All right, man." Like, well, cool. and it's just. So infuriating after the amount of content and lore they dropped for like Taken King, and oh yeah, uh, just all of that for the the big expansions for Destiny One, and then just to throw it all out the window and be like, yeah, we're just gonna make up this new generic yeah. specific faction of a race you've been fighting, so that we don't have to create any new models or anything. And uh, we don't have to worry about characterizing the. <laughs> we don't have to worry about learning the lessons uh, we we should have learned from Destiny One when we became made it a good game. Yeah, yeah it's cool. Yeah, I mean, all right. So, all right. So let's go back to your initial point. So I think Destiny has a more interesting story than Outriders. Mm-hmm. And the problem with Mass Effect Andromeda is not necessarily its story. It's that it's a jittery, buggy mess <laughs> and is unplayable. Um, and so, I don't know. Like, I don't think the story in Mass Effect Andromeda is very good. Um, <laughs> but it's it's interesting, I guess. Like, I don't know. Like, the concept is interesting to me that, oh, we need to explore this other galaxy and we get to this other galaxy. But it's poorly told. <laughs> I don't understand, like... In Andromeda, for example, have you? Am I the one who's played Andromeda? Yeah, I think so yeah. <laughs> I haven't I've played seen the, I've the seen first the, one. I've seen the faces. Jesus, really, Matt? <laughs> yeah, okay. I've only played the first um, one. I liked it, but I've only played the first one. <laughs> I feel like everyone should play Mass Effect Two as like a writer. I feel like it's everyone should at least. Game. I feel like everyone should at least play the trilogy. You know. I don't know. I understand. I, I get why people hate. I the hear, Mass yeah, that so much, I need to definitely but... just pass on the last one. No, because it's just <laughs> the ending. Everything up to that point is yeah, fine and fun. Really yeah. yeah, I agree. And then you're like, oh, blah. but everything yeah. else was enjoyable. Yeah, 
Um, but um, like in Andromeda, <laughs> like they get to the Andromeda and they meet aliens and they're immediately able to talk to them. Like, oh. This is a different galaxy. Like, what? <laughs> how? Like how? Some of them reavers. Oh. <laughs> no, it's not. They just like talk to them. It's like yeah, maybe it's a babble for a game thing. for for a game mm-hmm. as detailed as the original Mass Effect trilogy is mm-hmm. in terms of like documentation about Codex, what the Mass Effect drive works, like how it works. Yeah. Like right. the different cultures to do something like that is a huge <laughs> veiny dildo slap to the face. <laughs> it is terrible. Like, Oh, it's so frustrating. <laughs> so, so like, and that's if it doesn't overclock your computer and melt your motherboard, like, you know, on release. Like, if you could get to that point without, like, you know, the face is melting off and, like, being replaced by wireframe mid-conversation, God bless. Have they done, a, so, have they done like, a re-release for Mass Effect 2 or something? If you mean the community has fixed the bugs, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if that is your, if that is your, because like everyone like left that and then immediately went back to, to Anthem, because reasons. Christ, and, rip and, Anthem, like, rip Bioware, dude. Yeah, right. Like, fucking Casey Hudson sh- ha- left Bioware, came back to Bioware, released Anthem. Was about to do the new Mass Effect trilogy, left. Like, awesome. I think it, it's what, just what, like, what is riveting success story? Big fucking <laughs> companies that that buy other developers, and they suffocate them. It's it's just EA. Like, don't worry. Well, it's no. literally just EA. I mean, well, Activision, <laughs> which is also was owned by EA, right? No. no okay, so like Never. Activision's pretty poor with that shit too. I mean, look at look at yeah. Blizzard. I mean, yeah. all they do is just release Blizzard games and Call of Duty games <laughs> and cat games. <laughs> precious, precious. Cat. Sorry, there was a, was that Tinker? It is Marklar Tinker's Marklar? I can't tell. It's so dark <laughs> in your room. I like the darkness. I'm not saying you shouldn't like the darkness. I'm just saying you can't get mad at me that I can't tell which cat. <laughs> it is. Darkness is my old friend. Okay. What'd you um, do besides strikers? What? That was it. What'd you do besides strikers? Oh, I played Outriders. I thought we talked about that. Oh, well, we did. I, was that the <laughs> yeah. list end of end of, end of- I, I I watched I watched stuff. I finally finished um, the Lord of the Rings trilogy with Emily. Is it her first and time so watching I know it? We, it was her first time staying awake through it because I broke it up like a mini series. Nice. So I did a I did a lot of homework on this. Actually. Are there people so who have like went, guides for this? Yeah. The side, the side so like, cut. how like, to introduce the your where sleepy you girlfriend s- to Lord of the Rings? I mean, it's four. Like the last one's four and a half hours long, yeah. man. Like I don't blame anybody. Um, but it was kind of cool. We like split it up into hours, and I don't know. I joined my new job, and that. I am currently in crunch hell, but, um, uh, so like that took a ton of time, but we finally finished it over the weekend and, um, man, like anyone who thinks that movie theaters are going to go, like, hasn't seen Lord of the Rings in <laughs> a hot minute. Like that is a fucking movie. Yeah, but every that's movie theater, theater around sure. is closed. Well, that's because you live in Kentucky where they don't believe in movie theaters. 
But the one, the ones in Seattle haven't closed <laughs> they're yet. Both, them all I think just they're really closing. holding on. What? <laughs> they're all closed around his house, but you claim they don't believe in them. Well, yeah. Is it closed forever? No, or closed because like, of COVID. COVID. They're all well, yeah, that, me too. I thought you were saying that they were gone forever because they're like, are we never going to make money back? Like People say like, oh, like, fuck HBO Max, man. Yeah, but what, like, what, honestly. Mo- what movies are going to bring people back into theaters? Godzilla, I don't know, probably like the like, Kong. Like maybe like if they made like a Wheel of Time set of movies. I mean, I really like the idea. <laughs> They're of, making a series um, that some movie theaters are doing, where you can rent them out and watch rent whatever the, you want. I mean, this is all. And then you can just the watch point. Lord my of the Rings <laughs> in a movie theater. My my point is that there are movies out there that demand to be first experience in a movie theater. Oh yeah, and. Despite I mean, I the am, fact that like, Emily is very sleepy, I like, am having. I mean, a that's how I watched. That's how I watched all the Lord of the Rings was in theaters. Who didn't? No. <laughs> right. I am having a bit Fair. of you... like a crisis. Like what? the new but Godzilla some, like, movie's coming out. I'm not going to watch it in theaters. I'm just. I'm just saying, my sister hasn't. Like the next, you know, we are that yeah, generation sis- who did, and then and there's a lot who didn't. You know, there's I mean, plenty who didn't. Like, I'm gonna. I, I will always hold it over my future children that they never got to see Lord of the Rings in theaters. Yeah, as you I'll should. be like, wow, yeah, you people didn't do have that a with Star Wars. Like, you, yeah, it's like a big deal. I mean, they're like, I saw, I was there in '74. <laughs> I mean, I've seen the entire Star Wars trilogy. In theaters. Yeah, because they've so mom, they re-release them. I mean, you can my, probably, mom, yeah. my mom was there. My mom was there opening night, and, and you can probably find uh, told a me that, right and she was like, favorite. I didn't really care for it. <laughs> for what? For Star Wars. My mom was there opening night. Oh, of one oh, of the things, oh, and back back in the day, mm-hmm. in, in the boomer time. Yeah, yeah <laughs> and she yeah, was boomer, just like, I didn't care for it. Yeah, I didn't care for it. I'll just go buy a house. Fun. I thought it was funny. <laughs> I could have used this ticket to buy a house. Yeah. <laughs> Walked out when the aunt and uncle were killed. Bought a condominium. <laughs> bought, yeah, bought bought a condo. It seemed like yeah. a more better. <laughs> With the prorated refund. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do you want to buy this avocado? No, thanks. I'd rather buy a house. (laughs) Yeah. Do you know what another really great movie that I wish I saw in theaters was? Which? Is Judas and the Black Messiah. Ooh, I watched this. This is good. Holy shit, is that a movie? (laughs) Like. I didn't watch it. Oh my god. I guess I'm going to have to. Don't. So it's based on a real events. <laughs> <Wow. laughs> like, don't. don't. <laughs> yeah. It's an acting tour de force. The main character it's, is so it's good. It's my movie. Oh, I forget his name. Anything he's in, I'll watch. Daniel uh, Kaiua? Yeah. <laughs> the bald from kid on Nickelodeon? No, the... Um, he's the main character from Get Out. No, the other guy, the other character, both of them really. But Keith Stanfield, yeah. he's also in Get Out. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, he's the best friend. Um, don't look up the history behind this movie because it's based on. A, uh, it is true, like what happened. It for me, it felt similar to learning more about like the Tulsa race massacre oh, yeah. from Watchmen. Mm-hmm. This movie is incredible, and the two leads. Um, this are, is Jesse Plemons. Magnetic, who's always good. Yeah, if it nice. wasn't for the fact that Chadwick Boseman died, I'm sure that Aww. Daniel uh, Kal- 
Kailua would have gotten the best actor in on, uh, like he would want, he'd have won. Oh yeah. In the Oscars. Um, For sure. But, but like Lakeith Stanfield's incredible. The tension is unbearable. It feels like, um, like a black departed. If you got, you, you've all seen the departed, right? Yeah. So it's, it feels mm-hmm. like that, but like very like African American, very like black culture in the seventies. Oh, it's cool. amazing. It's it's like an amazing history that we don't get told because it's about a black power leader mm-hmm. um, and the Black Panthers. And it's just a thrilling movie. And it's a movie that really deserves to be in theaters. And we can't because of a bright orange starburst asshole of a man <laughs> um, who's ruined our country for the foreseeable future. But, um, yeah, you know, I'm pretty sure that, movie theaters are open in Wuhan. Cool. I'll go to Wuhan. Uh, I can watch Monster You're, you're technically less likely to get COVID in Wuhan than America. Dude, it's insane. That's a so, silly fact. The deaths per thousand in China are three. Christ. <laughs> it's like, it, it's ridiculous. Like how they are, they are a third world country still. Like, I know that they have a lot of people and they have a lot of money, but it's concentrated amongst an extraordinarily few mm-hmm. amount of their population. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Comparatively. Like, there are people who still subsistence farm in China. Yeah. And we can't do better than that. It's incredible. <laughs> no, we're going to eventually have to. to me we're going to eventually have to do that. We're going the other way. <laughs> What is the other way? Like letting us all die? Like is that, is that us the falling other way? In, us us falling into a third world country where we yeah. all have to farm like that? No, it's it's it it's like anyone who does not live in a major city and does not earn over sixty thousand dollars a year as a household should die. Is is apparently <laughs> our, our 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 modus operandi? Yeah. It's, yeah. It, it is bizarre to me. Like this is the way that we operate. Um. Very happy about the stimulus bill, though. Like, if you actually unpack it, it's quite, it's quite good. Um, it's mm-hmm. not everything I wanted, but we have assholes yeah. like Joe Manchin. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The, the, was, and the right. and cinema. The $15 cinema. mid-wage thing is, like, ridiculous. Like, why is this even... To get political for a minute. <laughs> for like, a fucking minute. Yeah. And then let's... <laughs> we still have yeah. a... What else did you do? <laughs> Uh, I watch. So I'm. I'm just gonna say this. Kevin over I'm there just rubbing his week. tummy. <laughs> well, I'm gonna rub my tummy because, like, I'm gonna say this every week until Kevin starts watching Attack on Titan. Because we only have we three episodes left. Yeah, in the in the season. Why you do this to us? Um, it's unfortunate. That they're not going to complete the story yeah, it, in an announced allotment unless they, like, have which Aaron went back to his home no. planet and died. <laughs> There's definitely, <laughs> like, like, at the end of the time. You know, unless they, know my, yeah, unless they... My big doom theory, you know, we're not ever going to see the ending because... Oh, no, that 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 out. probably knows the ending Yeah, right I guess now. we'd have to read well, the Well, almost... The manga, the last issue of the manga comes out this month, and then no more Attack on Titan for the next quadrillion years. Except for all uh, of the spinoffs they already have. Well, they, uh, yeah, I mean, you can go and watch them running around high school if you want, yeah. sure. 
What? Everyone's... When is it this month then? Because then I know when to shut myself off. From yeah, the just like uh, probably the block probably the sixteenth from your Google. Probably the probably the sixteenth. It's fucking nonsense. Like, I mean, I love the the this season's the best season they've ever done, but like. It's like Twitter will start trending Attack on Titan, and it's like all spoilers, yeah. <laughs> you know. And then like it's like Japanese Twitter, and then that cascades into American Twitter once it releases, <laughs> you know, like the subs come out, yeah, and then like little, Reddit, it like gets promoted to the front page, and you're like, "Cool guys, <laughs> I tried my best, but yeah, shit." Uh, womp, womp. I tried to buy some collector's editions of the of, of what's been released um, in what's called like the colossal format. So it's honestly like it's like a foot uh, a foot long manga. Oh, so it's yeah. kind of like the um, like the Watchmen book. Well, yeah, yeah. it's like yeah, Absolute yeah. Watchmen, but it's like it's but called it's the colossal too. editions. Yeah, yeah. it's oh, it was so it's, frustrating. Vo- it's volumes one through five. Yeah, I bought volumes one through five, and I was like searching for them immediately gets spoiled uh, uh-huh. on something. Because, like, cause like the manga, like, art on the front is are spoilers. Like, there's yeah. nothing that's yeah. not, like, a spoiler. It's right. terrible. It's so bad. But, uh, yeah, man. That, 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 that's what I did. I know something that Matt also did was watch Attack on Titan. Oh, yeah. And so since he's my friend and he has good taste... What are some good taste things that Matt? Oh, did? I actually did. I, I caught up on some good movies. Whoa, good movies. Uh, one of them <laughs> has been getting a lot of buzz recently. Um, it's called "I Care a Lot." Oh, I hear oh, this yeah. movie's um, awesome. It has a great cast. It has a cool story. It's really hard to talk about without spoiling a. It's a major part of the can, story. Can I give a quick synopsis? It's just about a con artist who cons elderly women right. or elderly people to make yes. money. And then she meets, a, she has like a new mark. Yeah. But this mark is different than the others. Yeah, a lot of things happen. It's not a typical job. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, Karen and I watched the trailer for this. There, <laughs> it looked, oh, nice. Um, it is really good. It has um, a lot what of... What kind of movie is it? It's like a comedy no, or a drama? No, it's or... like a... Thriller. It's like a crime thriller. Yeah. Oh. Um, huh. A lot of twists and turns. Um, it's one of those movies where there's like no good guys. You don't know, like there's... You're not rooting for <laughs> one person or another. You're just sort of waiting for everybody to get their comeuppance in one way. <laughs> like, you're just like, I hope that person gets fucked over. I hope that person gets fucked over. And um, there's some good payoff. Like, the last literal, like, five seconds of the movie, you're just, like, the biggest. You'll just be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, it's Spoiler alert. Not a sp- I mean, yeah, but it's good. Um, really, <laughs> what's-her-name is a great actress. Um you haven't said like a single like actor or actress. You said there's a lot of good Pike. ones. <laughs> She's from Gone Girl and some other things. She's really good. Uh, she plays the main character. I don't want to say protagonist because like she's a bitch. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Peter Dinklage is is great. The Dink. Yeah. The um, Dink. Just yeah. Some. Does he play? Does he play like like? Do, 
what does he play? What's his character? He always does these so so unique. If I told you what he does, it would be a huge spoiler. Okay. <laughs> okay then. No. Um, Settle down, he, Ben. He, yeah. he kills Tumbledore. If, if, if I literally say anything else about this movie, it like it's really just something like you All just right. need to go into. You gotta experience, yeah. yeah. Give me the mats. Um, because yeah. like it's definitely like that. Um, oh man, um, Vince McMahon meme where you're just like, oh, oh, mm-hmm. and then like everything starts coming together and you're just falling <laughs> out of your chair. Um, what are the memes? Uh, what are the mats? <laughs> I give this a ten out of ten. Whoa! Okay, ten um, mats. Ten mats. Yeah. Oh, not sorry, even... Juice in the back with Saya. Ten out of ten. Sets. Oh yeah, that's not definitely even, also ten not, out of ten. Not oh, you even like. Yeah. Mat. I didn't realize that. Um, not even like a cut in half mat like we usually get. Another good <laughs> movie I watched, which stars uh, one of the greatest actors of all time, uh, timeless being of time and space he might be a doctor <laughs> who knows tom <laughs> hanks um oh oh this news of the yeah, world news of the world um and i can actually tell you a little bit about this movie because the plot isn't like too <laughs> spoilery heavy because it is a very um i mean it's tropey in a way because it's western you know um, so you have it's a time traveling <laughs> western. <laughs> you have Tom Hanks, the best kind of western. He plays a character who's like called a newsreader. He collects newspapers from around the country, and then he goes out west to where people are kind of disconnected because like the journey to get out west takes so long, and like the news doesn't travel. You know what I mean? So people who are out west they're sort of in their own world which is why kind of people this, didn't have phones got this reputation <laughs> of being MySpace. <laughs> you know got this reputation of being you know the wild west and all this things and so he goes around and he reads the newspapers and tells these stories and <laughs> you wouldn't have believed it but they called it the wild west <laughs> back in the day <laughs> um mostly because most people back then in america and today are dumb as fuck and can't read so uh, it's true, they dude. need other people to read the news for them so yeah <laughs> or they have their own version of the news that completely warps uh, their that is a, a brought up in this movie it is fucking really because well, you know out west it's disconnected <laughs> there's isolation you're able to control the information and there is that is an element to a part of the story oh my god um so you have tom hanks he discovers a wagon <laughs> that has been ransacked the man who was caravan in the wagon killed um somehow there was a little girl who escaped the pillaging um she was a daughter of a german family and she got captured kidnapped by a local native tribe and sort of like integrated like they brought her up and raised her like she got kidnapped at a very young age like so she's essentially one of them she doesn't speak any english or german because you know she's from a german family but um so it's kind of like you know young man protecting little girl traveling through the west like the last of us like true grit 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, yes and no. You know, it's a lot like Hawk and Chick. It's a lot more like toned down, like the conflicts they get in while while tense and stuff. It's not as um, shooty, shooty, flashy as a lot of westerns can be. (laughs) It has a shootout that does feel like a very realistic grounded like this is what a shootout would feel like between like a couple of guys and a guy <laughs> who are up to no good yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's a good movie like it a lot i give it a good eight out of ten um eight is great yeah <laughs> eight is a good score man if it's an eight you should see it if it's a Matt Gould review, you know it's going to be an eight because yeah. fuck you. Yeah. This is a good That's week. That's all we do on Matt Gould reviews. <laughs> this was a good week. Um, I did play some of that Curse of the Old Gods. Talked about that with Ben, but I didn't really do many, much other gaming besides that. So How'd you guys hear about that, by the way? It was on the Switch and it was on sale. <laughs> Matt found it for seventy four cents. No, I mean, it was not that shit. <laughs> it was on sale for maybe I, like four dollars. That's a good deal. Okay, yeah. but it's a new game, so I mean, yeah. I had heard about it back when it was early release, yeah, but I wasn't gonna. F- I I wasn't gonna fall for it this time with early releases, so I waited. <laughs> yeah, I've been fooled before. <laughs> Do you guys want to talk about some WandaVision? Fucking yeah, yeah dude. Did you guys all like mainline? Well, when did it end? No, like last I was Sunday watching it Friday. Last week. Yeah. Well, when I was started it? When Monday. Was, no, it, Friday is when the last episode went up yeah. <laughs> on Disney+. Plus. And they, so it's been three days. When it, they started out, they put the first two episodes... Mm-hmm. And then the third, and that's when I started, was when the third episode was out. So I had like three... It's a good show. I liked it a lot. Um, yeah, it's fucking. I started all in the last week, so yeah, Kevin. Fucking <laughs> I watched the it, yeah. second to last episode the day before it aired. Kevin before the finale absorbed, aired. Absorbed it cool. hard. Uh, it was cool. Overall, like, like it was a really good introduction to uh, the MCU to Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will say. Uh, my feelings are that it was a pretty good, like, eight to nine for most of the show, and then the finale kind of dropped to a six. Um, yeah. Like, it's not horrific, it's just not great. Um, There's a lot of dick teases that I feel like (laughs) was were purposeful by the show creators, and also, like, purposefully not fulfilled by the show creators <laughs> yeah when i was when i was watching the show i was sitting there i had such a like flip-flop i was just <laughs> like man like this is cool it's nice being able to watch these back to back and just hit like next episode but i kind of wish i had watched these as they aired yeah. so i could like go on the message board and talk about everything and now seeing the finale being like, I'm, I'm glad I didn't do that. Well, yeah, I would have just gotten myself really excited for a bunch um, of shit that was never going to happen. Yeah. Especially because you had even Paul Bentley, like, 
a week ago got on his social media and was like, you guys are going to love the finale. There's this uh, high profile actor I've always wanted to work with. He's going to cameo and, uh, and uh, it, was, it was so great, you know, and all these things. And it turned out that actor was like him. Yeah, he, he, he has a scene where there's two cataract. Yeah, I don't know if you two visions. Is that a no, character? Can you can you give me the synopsis of the show? I don't really actually understand what it, what it is. All right. Yeah, it's, so plus spoilers. It's about yeah, Scarlet now you can really get into it. Grieving over the loss of vision. Yeah the okay. the full spoilers yeah. version. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, if I can, you knew you knew if you were worried about spoilers, you stopped listening. Uh, but so. Uh, after the events of uh, Endgame, uh, Wanda finds herself just like so depressed and alone that she uh-huh. accidentally psychically takes over uh, the town, town of Westview, New Jersey, yeah. uh, and begins recreating. So she like recreates Vision just like yeah. out of nothing. Yeah, uh, that's the well, no, because she trailer. she recreates him through the part of the soul stone that's still in her because she touched it. There's a scene, okay. <laughs> there's a flashback where it's her being like experimented on. Right. And they have her go mm. and touch oh, the yeah. soul stone. And what we know about infinity stones is you can't fucking touch those unless, <laughs> you know, there's something special gotcha, about yeah. you. So she Phenomenal has a bit of the soul power. stone in her. Currently she's the only, Oh, <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> fucking goodbye. I love that teach you to fucking Matt explain to me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but so yeah, to... <laughs> so yeah, she she recreates this whole world, and it's the first several episodes. It plays out as a series of sitcoms. So it does. I love Lucy. Then Bewitched. Dick Van then, Dyke. Uh, Dick Van Dyke's near the end. Uh, it does Malcolm in the Middle. It does Modern Family. It does um, fucking I forget the one from the seventy. Whatever. So like they do one uh-huh. for each decade, right? Um, meanwhile, uh, the the sword. I assume you're familiar with sword in the MCU. Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> fucking another branch of Shield. Is trying to figure out what's going on. Oh, haha! Fucking big reveal. They wanted to steal Vision uh, as a weapon, uh, and uh, Agatha Harkness fucking gets in on. <laughs> she kind of shows up, steals kids for a little bit, and then, uh, man, that's just fucking gone. Yeah, she steals <laughs> yeah, the sh- she steals the show though. Uh, but so the the evil military guys managed to bring Vision back to life as all-white cataract. Mm -hmm. Uh, He has a big punch fight with Vision for a while. Nice. But then they're fighting... Vision versus Vision. Yeah. But then... And that that part was actually pretty cool. Like, it was... (laughs) Kara was annoyed because it had become like, big superhero punch fight. Uh, But it was cool just seeing the way they Meanwhile, Kevin's like, hit him, hit him, hit him! (laughs) Well, just it was interesting to see the way they did the fight with these two characters who can constantly like phase through objects, and yeah. you know, just like fucking reaching your fist through somebody's foot in order to like throw them into a wall or fucking whatever. They did some creative stuff with that, and then ultimately 
their fight came down to a theological <laughs> argument about the ship of Theseus and what? whether or not the vision of the show is the real vision or not. I um, mean, what? Yeah, like I the mean, classic, can, which one do I, I shoot, know. you know? <laughs> yeah, like, it, it was an interesting subversion to have these two characters settle their argument by having a talk about fucking philosophy. Right. Uh, if you want to enjoy the full context, fucking watch the show, Sud. I don't know what to tell you. It's not going to make sense. I thought you said sense. it wasn't good, so I'm sorry. <laughs> That's why you said the ending was eh. <laughs> the ending was right, eh. So that part I liked. <laughs> oh, you... Uh, okay, I do think it's cool to have, like, a philosophical thing, but I'm not quite sure what Theseus has to do with anything, but that's fine. <laughs> well, yeah. It, it makes sense within context. Sure. Uh, right, cool. But so they, they tease... Uh, the X-Men movies, uh, because at one point Pietro shows back up and he's played yeah. by the Quicksilver of the X-Men movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so people were very excited about that, thought that he was going to uh, be part of the universe now. Uh, turns out he was just a random guy in the town named Ralph Boner. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Why? Why? Seventies, It's a 70s sitcom reference. <laughs> but just... Uh, just the fuck you to everybody who was so excited that he was going to be part of the MCU. Uh, <laughs> they, uh, they fucking, so That's they. incredible. Yeah, uh, they've just, they've just been dick punching everybody. Like, <laughs> like Matt said. <laughs> like, wow. My, my only issue is so much of the show for the first, like, eight episodes for the first seven episodes, it's very weird and cerebral and very cool in a, like, what exactly is going on kind of way. Because even yeah, with my twin, knowledge twin of the... esque you know? Yeah, like, even with my you... knowledge of the characters, it's unclear. It's, you know, intentionally very vague for who's doing, like, who's doing what intentionally. Is yeah. somebody behind it? Are they behind it on purpose? <laughs> Um, Kevin, you would definitely, and I think Kevin, you would have enjoyed this show more if you were watching it episode by episode and going on the message boards and theorizing. Well, no, because that, that was is, a lot of the fun. That was a lot of fun to do. Well, right, but the issue is none of those theories added up to anything. Yeah, now it doesn't I, matter. I'm seeing the, tons and tons of references right. to tons of really popular theories that just didn't happen. So right, I didn't, but, I'm glad I didn't get fucking psyched mm-hmm. up for Mephisto. No, or no, no, psycho. Doctor just Strange or the act of doing it was fun. Yeah, the I'm sure, but like, I yeah. feel like I would have been really pissed at the ending had yeah, I gone through that process. Whereas I'm only disappointed with it because it became kind of Marvel. Because, like, they fit to fight the nega version of yourself. They they had Scarlet Witch versus Agatha Harkness and Vision versus Cataract. Uh, (laughs) Fucking so... They just, like, right at the end. (laughs) Like, we gotta gotta get that in there. Yeah, Uh, can't can't not be a superhero trope. So sure. the ending doesn't drag it into a bad show. It was just kind of a disappointing payoff to some really good mysteries. Uh, I think it's a really solid um, intro to the concept. It it has me more excited for 
Falcon and the Winter Soldier oh, than really? any like trailers <laughs> for the show wow. have. That's it, interesting it, that that hypes you up for that. I'm more just, excited for the for the Doctor Strange kind of movie monster yeah. mash that they're gonna do. Well, but it just showed me that they're capable of doing a ton of references, doing a ton of like interconnectivity to uh, the wider MCU without making it all feel forced, without making mm-hmm. it impossible to follow. Because, um, like, Randall Park shows up. Uh, he played the officer in charge of uh, Paul Rudd's home um, house arrest in the second Ant-Man movie. Um, Monica Rambeau is a character who was, you know, in... The character was in uh, Captain Marvel. Uh, Darcy Lewis shows up, Kat Dennings' character. You love Kat Dennings. I do love Kat Dennings. Uh, And so, like, just, it's, you know, it's just nice little touches. And so I'm excited that they were able to handle that really well, and I'm excited to see it in Falcon and Winter Soldier, uh, Mm -hmm. which I'm definitely not going to be able to get Kara to watch. I was only <laughs> able to get her because, like, the first eight episodes are so Twins Peaksy. Uh-huh. But, yeah, uh, yeah. I feel like That's Falcon funny. and Winter Soldier is just going to be buff men punching each other for <laughs> 90 90% of it. Well, you know. Right. You can say you tried. Yeah. Matt's uh, internet was devoured so, yeah. by so, the old gods. I'm curious, like, it's like ten episodes long. Or something, right? It's nine, yeah. Okay, so... Um, what is, like, your feeling about the show, like, in terms of, like, where it starts and then where it ends? It feels like... It, it seems like it gets worse over time. Is it doesn't get worse sh- over time. Oh. Uh, like, the first seven episodes are really solid, and then the last two have... Uh, a pay off to a ton of questions and just some of those are less interesting than the question, you know, it, it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. the common problem with any like thing that has a shit ton of mysteries. Like if you get too many, some of them are going to be really lame answers. Uh, right. And like that can also have the added effect of watering down what could be <laughs> cooler answers to other questions. Mm hmm. A good uh, book t- that's a good book title. <laughs> Cooler answers to other questions. Yeah. Uh, that is a pretty good title. <laughs> I don't hate it. Self-titled <laughs> album. Um, so, yeah. I, I really liked it. I I would advise, like... You're, you're sick of it, but, like, I would advise most MCU fans... To uh, go ahead and watch it, like mm-hmm. you can take your time. I don't know how relevant it's going to be. Uh, <laughs> yeah, th- this will be the big test when you're having like the actors play the characters. How does that shit ultimately tie into the movies in the way that like Netflix literally never had to? <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Fair enough. Uh, do you have any big thoughts on <laughs> WandaVision uh, before we bail, Matt, now that you joined us again? 